0: you're listening to the branded cowgirl podcast episode number two hey cowgirls today we're going to be diving into a topic that's seriously one of my favorite things on the whole entire planet goal setting now i know that sounds super dorky but bear with me it's a new year and so many of us are feeling super inspired to start fresh make big plans go after those things we've always wanted But there's some of us that also just look at this as any other day or any other month. Like, who really cares, right? Well, my hope is that after listening to this episode, you not only have a fire lit under your booty, but you're able to create a real plan on how to actually move towards your dreams so they don't just have to stay dreams forever. We're going to get really intentional today, so grab a notebook and get ready to start planning. Hey, really quick, answer this honestly. Are you still sending contracts to your clients via snail mail? Yikes, you need HoneyBook. HoneyBook is the all-in-one platform that does literally everything in my business. And I'm not kidding you guys, HoneyBook allows me to send contracts, invoices, brochures, questionnaires, emails, and so much more to my clients while keeping everything in one organized space so I literally never have to lose track of what they have or what they don't have. Also, did I mention that you can create templates for everything and workflows that can be automated so you can be serving your clients while kicking back with a margarita in your hand? Uh, Heck yes, please. You can try HoneyBook for free for seven days, and once you decide you can't live without it, you can get 50% off your first year. That's a $200 value. Just go to sarahelrod.com HoneyBook and sign up for your free trial. Trust me, your business will thank you later all right all right guys let's talk about goal setting first of all welcome back i'm so happy you guys are here for episode number two it was so so fun to see everybody's reactions after episode one got out And I had multiple people tell me that I had a soothing voice, which I just thought was kind of hilarious because as I was listening back that episode, I kind of thought the same thing that I sounded like I was reading for that like Calm app or whatever that app is that like puts you to sleep at night. (laughs) And I even told somebody if all else fails, I'm going to go get a job at like Audible or something because everybody was complimenting how soothing my voice was. I also recorded that episode when it was like super late at night, so that probably was why I was talking like that i feel like every other episode i'm gonna be like such a spaz but if you guys like the calm voice thing then maybe i'll just start talking super softly (laughs) probably not i don't even think that's possible for me to purposely do that was not intentional but what is intentional is going to be what we're talking about today wow you like that little lead in i just did boom All right, so we're in a new year, and with that typically comes so much motivation. We all wanna like start fresh. We start writing down all the things we want to accomplish. And maybe for like the first month of the year or so, you're like totally crushing it. But then typically something happens. Life gets busy. You start to fall back into your old habits and your old routines, and suddenly another year goes by and you're just in the same exact place that you were before. And that totally sucks but why is this so often the case with people i believe it's caused by two things one it's because so many people lack clarity in what they truly want most people tend to know what they don't want instead of what they do want which sounds a little weird but i'll kind of explain Um, and then two we're afraid of failing so let's talk about clarity first i would almost bet to say that if I were to ask you what you do not want in your life, you could throw a whole list of things at me. Whether that be you do not want to be in the same dead-end job, or you do not want to be dirt poor, or you do not want to live in a run-down neighborhood, you don't want to be a bad spouse or a bad parent. All those things kind of tend to come easy to our brain. All the things we don't want or like. But when asked what we do want for our life... It's oftentimes a lot harder to think about for some reason. And when I say, what do you want? I don't mean like superficial stuff like, oh, I want to make a million dollars because let's just be honest, we all want that. But why do you want to make that million dollars? What would that do for you and for your life? When we lack clarity of where we're heading, it's next to impossible to create a path to get there. You will never achieve a goal by just saying, oh, I want to go full time in my business this year. You need to actually figure out the steps that are going to bring you closer to that goal, whatever that might be. And we will talk about the steps here in just a second, but let's talk about my second point first, which is the fear of failure. Sometimes when our dreams feel too big or too crazy, we fear the idea that we could fail or we could face serious judgment from our friends, family, peers, whatever. But to live a life in fear is to live a life of serious limitations. And I actually want to quickly read you some of my favorite verses from the Bible that talk about fear. Isaiah 41.13 says, For I, the Lord your God, hold your right hand. It is I who say to you, Fear not, I am the one who helps you. Psalms 34.4 says, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. You guys, we should not be living in fear, but especially not fearing failure. Failure is what causes us to grow as people and as business owners. Like successful people, the most successful people you can think of, they have failed and they've probably failed a lot. So right now, I want you to take a moment, like seriously, pause this episode if you need to. And I want you to actually write down things that you have failed at lately. I think we should change the way that we think about failure and instead of being afraid of it, let's embrace it. So think about what you have failed at and how you've grown from it and write that down in a notebook, on a piece of paper, whatever it is, type it into your phone. But I think you really need to just like see that and fully take that in and understand that you might have failed at something, but you've grown from that and that taught you a lesson and it's going to make you a better business owner. It's going to make you a better person in some way or another. So do that really quick. Okay, so while you're doing that, I want to just say... I get it. Okay, like failure is super uncomfortable and the idea of it makes a lot of people really uncomfortable, but what if we do something super crazy this year? Let's do it together and let's make this the year that we intentionally make ourselves uncomfortable. I said we were going to be intentional today. Today this is what I'm talking about you guys. We're going to we're going to intentionally make ourselves uncomfortable. What would that look like in our lives? Uncomfortability is another one of those things we just cannot avoid. The year 2020 made a lot of people uncomfortable and it came without warning. So what if we choose to take back our lives and make 2021 the year that we get uncomfortable on purpose? And if you're thinking Uh, Sarah, I definitely do not like the sound of that. Why on earth would I purposely do that to myself? And look, I'm not saying go out and quit your job with no backup plan or do something totally huge and drastic. Being uncomfortable can be a lot of little things. So here's an example. When I was in middle school, all I wanted to do was just fit in. I just wanted people to like me so I'd follow all the trends and I definitely was not being the best version of myself a lot of the time. But to do literally anything else would be so uncomfortable and I'd be going against what everyone else. Was doing, and I didn't want to risk getting teased or bullied. And even as an adult, there are plenty of times that I get uncomfortable. Money, for example, is something I always had kind of a weird relationship with. I saved up a lot of money at a young age, and the thought of spending even $20 made me cringe, even when I had plenty of it to go around. But at the beginning of last year, I started to tithe, which means I was giving 10% of my income away every single month, no matter what I made, to the church. And believe me, there was a lot of months where i absolutely did not want to it made me extremely uncomfortable and by no means was i perfect at it there were plenty of months where i fell off the wagon But what that did for me is it changed my whole mindset around something that I had an unhealthy view of. It humbled me and it helped me grow a lot as a person and as a believer. I fully embrace the fact that I was uncomfortable in that situation and it pushed me in so many ways. And it's something that I plan to continue to do to grow. There's actually a quote I recently heard from Dean Graziosi and he said, when people say money can't buy happiness, I say you haven't given enough away yet. And I think that's just so powerful. Now this is just an example. I'm not saying you should go give away your money, but whatever in life you're avoiding to stay comfortable, I would highly encourage you to move in the opposite direction and see how it makes you feel. I would almost be willing to bet that it will change you in some pretty amazing ways. Again, don't do anything crazy da- drastic. I feel like I need to put a disclaimer in here because somebody's going to go do something like totally crazy and then blame me and be like, Sarah said so on her podcast to do this. Okay, like baby steps here, people. Do not go like, I don't even know. Don't don't go quit your job without any sort of plan. Like I said earlier, just, just disclaimer. Okay, okay. All right, so now that I've given you my little pep talk, let's get into the meat of this episode um, and kind of bring this all together as to why talking about fear of failure and uncomfortability, how that's all going to tie in with uh, creating goals for this year and all that kind of stuff. So we're going to go through the step by step process you can use to set intentional goals for yourself to accomplish this year and a bunch of other good stuff. So here we go so first things first i want you to think about something for a second what is something you want more than anything this year What is the next level you're trying to get to in life? Is it to make six figures? Is it to buy a house? Is it to start a business? It can be literally anything. I mean, shoot, it can even just be that you wanna make an extra $1,000 this month. There's no goal too big or too small in my book, but whatever it is, I want you to write it down. Now, once you have that goal written down, think about what you actually have done so far to try to achieve it. Have you made a plan? Were you thinking about it constantly? Or did that idea go as fast as it came and you've done nothing to move towards it. Maybe you have lack of clarity or are fearful, like we talked about earlier, or maybe you're just being lazy. Yeah, that's super blunt, but time and time again, I see this so often. People are far too lazy to go after their goals or they have no self-control. They want to make another $1,000 this month, but they can't stop their gross spending habits. They want to get a new job, but they don't actually apply anywhere or put in the time and effort to learn a new trader skill. And I get it. Some things are just out of our control and almost nothing will happen overnight, And what is really funny is how defensive people will get about this stuff. If you bring up the fact that someone talked about doing something a year ago or five years ago, and yet they still haven't even taken one step closer, they get really defensive about it and probably throw out every excuse in the book. I'm raising my hand because I'm totally guilty and I'm a defensive person. And that's just that's just natural, I think, for a lot of people. But it is kind of funny uh, when someone's not calling when you're not the one being called out, I guess it's funny. I say this all out of tough love because, guys, I just really don't want you to end up that way. And if you're sinking in your seat feeling like I'm jumping straight into your head, just know that I'm right there with you in the trenches and I want to help dig you out. In all honesty, once I started to really take my goals and dreams seriously, that was when I actually saw major success in my business and even just everyday life. And again, as a little disclaimer, I feel like I have 20,000 disclaimers in this episode already. We're getting spicy on episode two already. (laughs) Look at us go. Um, But seriously, the tips that we're going to talk about and I'm going to give you are only going to work if you're truly dedicated to them. I've coached a few photographers and some other business owners over the past year, and the ones who have really poured their whole heart and soul into this are the ones who have seen substantial growth. Okay, so step number one, I want you to write down where you're at in life right now and be totally honest with yourself because you'd really only be lying to yourself to exaggerate anything on this. So no exaggerating, no lying, don't pep yourself up, be completely honest and write down where your business is at, your health, your relationships, your faith, anything else you can think of, write it down. And then below that, I want you to write down your dream life as if you're already living it. Write down where you'd be living in your dream life, what your relationships, your health, business, what that's all like. But again, don't write it down as if it's happening in the future. Write it as if it's your current lifestyle. Once you have that, now I want you to write down the answers to the following questions. Again, you may need to pause this show to write these down. Number one, what are the most important changes you need to make in order to achieve your dream life or the goal you wrote down earlier? How long will these changes take? Number two, what is one small change you can make right now starting today? Number three, what resources will you need? Money, materials, do you have a budget to get started? Number four, do you need help from others to achieve these dreams or goals? Family, friends, a mentor or a coach, write down anyone who you need and how they're gonna help you. Number five, do you need extra qualifications or experience or knowledge to get to your dream life or goal, what are they? Number six, what information is already available to you that you can refer back to when needed? Number seven, who inspires you? Typically, this would be someone who is living a similar life to the one you want or someone who has achieved achieved the goal you already want. What can you learn from these people? Number eight, how are you going to do this? How are you going to make the time to work on this every single day? What are the first three steps you need to move towards your dream life or your goal? And really quick on that note when i say write down your steps your three steps like if your three steps are to uh make a million dollars next year then don't say oh i have to make six figures in the first month like okay obviously you have to make money to w- reach that goal but how are you going to make that money what kind of uh, services are you going to provide or products are you going to sell? Like be super specific and break this down as if you're breaking it down for a two-year-old you know, you have this really big goal that you're trying to achieve, don't make the steps like themselves very big goals to achieve, like every, you know, there's baby steps to get to uh, like a milestone. So make sure you're breaking it down. Start with the first three most basic steps you can think of to break down this big goal because a big goal seems super intimidating until there's 50 small steps to achieve that goal. So if it's gonna take that long, Great, but it's gonna be so much more satisfying if you can cross off small things versus step one, you're months away from achieving. So break it down, small steps, just quick insert tip. Number nine, what barriers do you currently face? How will you overcome them and who can help you with this? And number 10, the last one, Accountability is huge. Write down the name of someone who you are going to share this dream or goal with and have them keep you committed to your progress. Make sure it's somebody who actually cares or believes in you because if, let's say, I don't know, you have a friend or a family member that doesn't really feel like you're being realistic with your dream or goal, they probably shouldn't be your accountability partner. You want somebody who actually believes you and pushes you to chase this thing down. And the reason I'm having you answer all these questions is in reference back to what we talked about at the beginning of this episode with getting clarity around your goals and your dreams. All these questions are going to help bring you that clarity on why you're doing this and how you're going to do it because if you just slap a random goal down on a piece of paper, like I said, there's not much meaning behind it other than, oh, I want it. Like, I don't really know why, I just do. So this is going to help you figure out why you want it, how you're going to do it, who's going to help you, what resources you already have, all the kinds of things that we just went through. Um, So make sure you do these steps. It's super important to not let that go. This is something that I do a few times a year um, because... You know, goals change, life happens, things you know, evolve, but um, I think it's really good to check in at least once a year and do something similar to this, if not multiple times a year. Once you have thoughtfully answered all these questions, it's time to start making a schedule for yourself. If your dream is to make six figures this year, then refer back to those questions, and now I want you to start a weekly schedule. Figure out what tasks you need to complete each month, week, day, and actually add them into your calendar or planner or whatever you use so you do not forget. And do not push this off, guys, or make excuses for this. I can promise you, you are not too busy. If you have time to watch a TV show every night or scroll through Instagram, you have time to work towards this goal. And since we just went over everything you are going to do, I also want to quickly make a list of all the things you are not going to do. By writing them down, you will be more conscious of them and are more likely to reject them when they pop up in your life. I want you to take all those steps that you're going to take to get towards your goal and start assigning due dates for them. Start making milestones. You know, if it is to hit six figures this year, then, you know, make a milestone for 50000 Like, you know, if if you need to make uh, 100K by December, then, you know, that means you should hopefully be on track to 50,000 by July. Um, so set a milestone. And then each month, what do you need to make each month to hit the 50K mark? And, you know, what do you need to make each week to, to make that monthly mark? And, you know, how are you going to make whatever that number is each week or each month? What are you going to sell? How are you going to market that? you know, be super thorough and super specific because that is how you're actually going to be able to stick to this and hold yourself accountable because it's super intimidating when you just set a big dream or a big goal and you don't have a plan and you know you want it, but you don't know how to get it. But if you really take the time to sit down and break this all down, it's going to look a heck of a lot less intimidating and you're going to feel so confident knowing each and every day when you wake up like what you're going to do that day because that's the, the one of the hardest things I feel like as an entrepreneur is you wake up and you're just not sure what you're supposed to work on that day and you feel like your brain is a mess you have 5,000 tabs open and you're jumping back and forth make specific things for every single day that you're supposed to work towards like three things that you're going to work on instead of 20 things all at once it's going to help your mental health you know stay sane but it's also going to actually be way more productive doing it that way. So once you're all done with all the things, writing this all down, I want you to take this piece of paper and put it somewhere where you're going to read it every single day. Maybe that's sticking it on your front door or sticking it on your mirror in the bathroom, whatever that is, wherever you know you're gonna see it every single day, stick it there because we are more likely to actually stick to something that is in our faces constantly, plus it's gonna help keep our eyes set on where we're going. There's an analogy that I always think of for this that has to do with riding horses. When you're riding a horse, you're supposed to look where you're going and not like down at their head like so many people want to do, but you're supposed to look like if you're going to turn, you're supposed to look at the turn before it actually comes and your body language is naturally going to help cue the horse to know where to move. It's kind of the same thing in life and business. You want to look where you're wanting to go and naturally you're going to start to form the habits that are going to get you there. This past year was such a whirlwind and threw so many unexpected things at everybody. So give yourself grace this year. If, you know, you fall short on something, don't beat yourself up, don't give up. Like we talked about before, failure is just a growing experience. And if you don't hit these marks, if you set this goal and you set milestones and you're you're trying to get to each step and you don't hit it by a certain due date, Don't beat yourself up for it. Just learn from it. Ask yourself why it didn't happen, what you could do to achieve it the next week or the next month or whatever it is. You know, it's all about learning experiences and growing and enjoy the journey. Um, We all want to hit our goals, but we oftentimes don't enjoy the journey that it takes to get there. And I think that's so important. So if you take anything away from this episode today, just remember Have clarity when it comes to setting your goals. Do not live in fear. Make yourself uncomfortable this year intentionally and see how it makes you feel and how it helps you grow. And break down those goals. Make it easier on yourself. Don't chase big, huge things. Take that big, huge goal and break it down into small steps to make it easier on yourself and to not feel as distant and as impossible to go after. You have this. I totally am in your corner. I know you can do this. This is going to be your freaking year, sis. I just feel it for you. I'm so stoked. I hope this episode helps you get to planning your goals and to have kind of a new mindset around goal planning and that you can use these strategies and these questions that I gave to continue to answer them for yourself in the future and to do this a few times a year to make sure you're staying on track and that you're, you know, in case goals change or things change and now you're heading in a different direction and you can pivot. There's so much you can do with this, but it's going to help you really stay grounded. Um, You got this. I believe in you and I'm so excited to see what you're going to do with it. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. Make sure to join the Facebook group to be a part of a family of fellow creatives and other like-minded people such as yourself. Follow us on Instagram at Branded Cowgirl Podcast, and you can get all of today's links in the show notes at sarahelrodblog.com. See you next time.